Welcome to Sandy Park then. Welcome to coverage of a friendly match between Exeter Chiefs and Scarlets. As the Year of the Dragon rolls in for all of those who celebrate the Lunar New Year across Exeter and beyond. It's also a day where the Welsh Dragon roars. Later on, it's going to be England versus Wales at Rugby HQ, better known as Twickenham in the Six Nations. But there's also an Anglo-Welsh clash happening later on in the next 10 minutes here at Sandy Park. Chiefs play Scarlets in a friendly match. Here's how the season has gone for Scarlets so far. They sit 13th in the URC, third in their Welsh Shield, only above the Newport Gwent Dragons. And over nine games in the season, they've played... Only two wins. Both came against regional rivals, the Cardiff Blues, away from home and at home as well. Doing a double over their regional rivals is surely something they would want to emulate and do a shock win here today at Sandy Park. In a Challenge Cup in the European competition, there wasn't much luck either. Sixth in their pool, dead last, and had a shock loss to Georgian side, the Black Lion, at home at the Park E Scarlets. But that's to write off Scarlets. They are a really strong side. The 2017 Pro 12 champions and runners up the next year. Of course, that was in the Wayne P back era that then moved on to manage the Welsh national side. And that didn't go quite to plan, did it? But that's the past. Let's talk about today then. If you care about history, if you care about form, which I know some rugby fans do. Last time these two sides met was all the way back in November 2017. And it was at the Parky Scarlets in Frenetli. And it was a dominant 40-0 win to the Chiefs in the Anglo-Welsh Cup, piling on the pressure 28-0 in the second half. And before that, it was 2012 in the Heineken Cup pool stages where Chiefs took two wins back-to-back, 16-22 at Parky Scarlets, and then 30-20 here at Sandy Park over 10 years ago. So history is on the side of the Chiefs, the extra emeralds have just come onto the pitch to do a little cheerleading demonstration it's all about the entertainment here for this friendly game i'm joined for today's fixture by my good friend marlo turner for your second commentary at sandy park looking forward to this tie are you very much so looking forward to it it's great to be back again here at sandy park thank you very much for having me joe um yeah it should be a very good game two fairly young sides competing today uh, Scarlet's bring out a very young side. I think um, we were talking about it on the train on the way here. One of their players uh, represents the under-18 side, uh, yes. which would definitely make it interesting. Uh, we'll see how he fares. But uh, with extra two, uh, kind of an experimental day for them as well, with uh, about I think it was 19 subs uh, on the bench. Uh, so we should be looking forward to, uh, to seeing how extra integrate them and looking forward very much to how the game develops and how the uh, 80 minutes plays out today. Yeah, lots of subs in today's game. Chiefs are playing with rolling replacements, so are Scarlet. So I'm not going to bore you by giving you the entire, well, the entire 34-man squad for the Chiefs for today's game. Key names that jump out, Josh Hodge starts at fullback. Ewan Jenkins is at fly half. Max Norrie is today's skipper. He is at hooker. Matt Postlethwaite, Richard Capsidick comes in as well for a rare game. Ollie Woodburn and new signing Will Riggs starts at outside centre on the bench for the Chiefs, you've got EURFC stars, Charlie McKay, Kean Gentry and Chester Ribbons. Will Beckinsall as well on there too. And the well-known faces, Jack Eanes or Patrick Schickling, Josh Yusefa Scott. For the Scarlets, it's mostly names that not many of us would be aware of. But they've got a large list of players, including Teddy Netherbarrow, 
who's brother of former EYFC captain as well. So uh, we've got two really large squads coming out. It's going to be rider replacements. It's going to be good fun for us trying to figure out who's on because they're going to be changing shirts every so often to get subbed on. So there might be two, three people that wear the 23 shirt today. That would be great fun for us to try and follow, <laughs> try and see who scored the tries and the conversions. Do I dare ask you for a score prediction, Marlo? Sorry, say again, sorry. Score prediction? Score, ooh, uh, 32-10 to Chiefs. 32-10 for the Chiefs. That is Marlowe's prediction. And he's always right, isn't he? So let's try and see. Let's hope so, at least, for the Chiefs faithful. We've got a great dance routine going on here, and it's, uh, it, is, it is simply captivating. But we're here for the rugby, not here for the cheerleading. Kickoff is in only a few moments' time. Stu Townsend tried to go for the quick penalty there, but he will be pushed back. They will kick to the corner. That was a dominant scrum, Marlow. Very dominant scrum from the Chiefs. You can see they had a game plan there and they executed it to perfection. It was a Scarlet's put in, but Chiefs thought, let's not get us, let's not get ourselves behind because of that. Went for the push and uh, managed to win the penalty in the end. That's very effective scrumming. And also, given the fact we're only eight minutes in, that's a bad time for Scarlet's. Normally, the more tired one, the more fatigued you are as a front row you are less strong in that scrum battle. Chiefs have kicked into the corner very well and now holding the ball is today skipper Max Nori. What can Chiefs do off a line-out drive? Now, five metres away from the line. They get the push, they get the heave on. But Scarlets do well. They do rotate the more though and a second splinter pack is formed. They drive, they dive towards the corner even. And Chiefs do score the first try of the game. I'm not even going to attempt to guess who scored that. I'll wait for the PA. And not even our PA is going to bother saying he just says try for Exeter Chiefs. But Exeter Chiefs do take the lead 5-0 up, eight and a half minutes gone. That seemed to Marlow. It seemed like there was always going to be a try off that line out. Always. I mean, not only with the lineup being right on uh, Scarlet's five-metre line, as we just saw from the scrum, Exeter have a very strong pack, a very strong force that they can draw upon. And uh, they utilised that in the same way they utilised it in the scrum, utilised it for the driving more off the lineup, and they were able to crash over the line and score and take the five points. Seems like Scarlet's front row is slightly underpowered. Even in that case there, you saw them rotating the mall. So issues there. Try is credited to Max Nori himself. It's still a 5-0 lead to the Chiefs, though. Ten minutes gone. Scrum for the Chiefs, then, after the ball is dotted down dead ball zone by the Scarlet's. As Stu Townsend now holds the ball, and there is a scrum now five metres away from the line. What can Chiefs do from this position? They all get the push forward. They'll get the shove on. The Scarlet's pack is not able to force it out. Woodburn's in eggs of space on the wing, but they'll go short side. They'll go central. And it's route one rugby straight down the middle. And off of the scrum, five metres out. Second score of the game. Second try for the Chiefs. And right now, Scarlet's are nowhere near Chiefs, Amalo. Scarlet's are nowhere near. Chiefs are very much looking like the better side. They have the power. They have the strength. The Scarlet, to be honest, at this early stage in the game, do already look rather fatigued. And uh, it was an easy enough try for the Chiefs. Only about one or two passes off the back of the scrum. They didn't need to go for the long ball option all the way down to this near side. And uh, it was easy enough for the Chiefs to get over and score and take another five points. Ten up now. Fifteen minutes to go. Let's try scored there by the new signing, Will Rigg, who's just moved in from Coventry RFC, the championship side. Strong signing for the Chiefs as they look to bolster their squad roster. But now Josh Hodge now has the chance to score his first conversion of the game. Missed the first one. Slightly misjudged the wind, I think it's fair to say. Josh Hodge steps up to the ball and strikes it. Can he clear the conversion? 
Yes, he can. And that is conversion cleared for Josh Hodge. Exeter Chiefs have got a strong lead early on in this tie. Exeter Chiefs 12, Scarlet Steel 15 minutes gone. Will rule even. So we'll have another line out straight into the corner. Real pressure building here on the Chiefs, Marlow. Definitely. I think um, Scarlet's now seem to have a little bit more bit between their teeth. They seem to have woken up a little bit. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what they do with this second uh, lineup right on the Chiefs 5. And it'll be interesting to see if they can uh, take the advantage and get over. As a driving mall now forms, uh, but Chiefs look very much the stronger side. They're pushing the Scarlet's back. It's now rotated. Chiefs still, uh, sorry, Scarlet's with a little bit of momentum and it's over for a try for Scarlet's. Similarly to you, Joe, I'll not try and estimate who scored. I think we'll wait for the uh, system to tell us that. But it was, uh, a, uh, I think, a well-deserved try in the end for Scarlet's, who was, and it was eventually scored by Lewis Morgan. Lewis Morgan picks up the try in the end, the hooker who fed the ball into the line out in the first place. And yeah, I think I agree with you, Marlo. It's a deserved try there for that strong period of pressure. Chiefs getting caught on their heels slightly in that front row contest. So 12-5 now to the Chiefs. Lining up the kick now will be Charlie Titcombe. He is on a nice angle off of the right boot. It's a nice 20-degree angle. The wind is absolutely still. It's perfect kick conditions. 22 metres away, you would bet your house on Titcombe. Woodburn does charge but it's a really really well executed conversion by Tikkum and Scarlets have a foothold in this game they have points on the board and maybe this is the start of the comeback for the Clenethley based side Exeter Chiefs 12, Scarlet 7, 20 minutes gone Exeter Chiefs have instantly responded it will be a try for Josh Hodge you saw that better than I saw it Marlow what a response by the Chiefs 30 seconds after they conceded the first try of the game. 30 seconds after conceding that uh, try from Scarlet Chiefs, making something happen out of nothing. It was a brilliant break by the uh, by the Chiefs fullback, uh, Josh Hodge, who managed to weave his way off, dart his way through the field of Scarlet's players on the right-hand side, cut back across into the middle, score perpetually under the posts. Um, and that's what fullbacks are in the game for. They can create moments when everyone else looks to get restart and get back into the game. They are the players that can have that impact and can score when everyone else is asleep and starting to get back into the game and get back with the feel of the ball. They just always have their mind switched on and can produce can produce tries like that. We know the skill. We know the acceleration, the pace that Josh Hodge has. Surely he is going to be a future England fullback one day as the rain starts absolutely driving down here at Exeter. It has picked up. The kick is taken conversion is cleared by the try scorer Josh Hodge as he is responsible for all seven points in that drive and the Scarlets they were at one point five behind and now they're back to being 14 behind Exeter Chiefs again show their skills and it's still a 14 point game for today's fixture Exeter Chiefs 19 Scarlet 7 22 minutes gone Exeter Chiefs have made a break down the line and now Exeter Chiefs will look to get their fourth try of the game. It's a nice neat offload by Stu Townsend. And the Chiefs have scored their second try in the space of 120 seconds. The third try for all teams in the last four minutes. What a try fest this is, Marlowe. What a try. Exeter were looking so aggressive at the rocks. You could tell they were really eager for the ball, managed to get the turnover. And then they tried a couple of runs from the uh, from um, their own half. Nothing was really seen, nothing really seemed to be working. 
but eventually a couple of lovely offloads after tackles. They managed to get themselves the momentum and find that focus once again. And then at the end, it was a simple run in, a couple of one-twos. And uh, once again, it was another score under the post for Chiefs. Scarlet's been blown away in the first 24 minutes. Chiefs have scored as many points as there are minutes in this first half. Will Riggs scores his second try of the game. Great debut for the Chiefs. He's in his first game. He signed recently from Coventry RFC in the Championship. He's only went and scored two tries in his debut. It's not bad going for the outside centre. Josh Hodge has a easiest pie academic conversion right in front of the posts. He's about 10 metres away, dead in front. He takes one, two steps, fires it onto the roof of the tent and just over. And Exeter Chiefs are running away with this game in the first 24 minutes of this fixture and they've scored more points than there are minutes in the game. Exeter Chiefs 26, Scarlet 7. Scarlet's have now made a break down the wing. What can the fullback do? Can he get the offload to the left wing? Yes, he can. And Scarlet's will get a second score of the game. It's a great run made by Jack Davies. And then try scored by Scott Williams, who's changed shirts. That's really nice. It is Ryan Combis. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for uh, improving your mistake there. But yes, uh, that is a try scored by Ryan Combi. And it's a really neat run down this left wing closest to the press area. Nice run made by Jack Davies. And then it's fired then by Combi by the left wing. And it's an easy run into the corner. Scarlett immediately responds, Marlowe. Scarlett's taking a leaf out of Chief's book there with the run down uh, this near left side. Um, again, it was a lovely combination of aggressive rucking, ball through the hands, and then at the end, they were able to find the momentum, carry that with them, and then similarly with Chiefs, in, uh, ball outside, drawing the, 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 uh, the, the uh, Chiefs defender in. And uh, in the end, it was a, a, a good finish in the, in the right corner. Fly half now, takes the kick, and the ball rattles against the crossbar. Charlie Titcombe. Had, the, had a good, good amount of spin and turn on the ball, but just couldn't quite angle it well enough, and it strikes against the uprights. But nice score for the left wing, and Scarlets have reduced deficit to 14. Exeter Chiefs 26, Scarlets 12, 26 minutes gone. Half-time at Sandy Park, 14-point lead to the home side. We'll be back with coverage in a few moments' time, but your half-time score, Exeter Chiefs 26, Scarlets 12. Scarlet's really putting up a big fight to try and wheel it round, but Exeter had the momentum. But all they have to do now is stop the ball down, and they do. And it will be another try for the Chiefs. And I'm trying to see who the players are all embracing and patting on the back. I can't see for the moment. We'll let the Tannoy uh, tell us. But again, another very well executed passage of play there from the Chiefs, showing how effective the driving mall can be off the lineup, as is very common with rugby nowadays. Um, but yeah, thankful that the weather has held off, which allowed them to. Uh, keep the ball in hand easily and uh, they reap it and get the five points doing what they do best the Chiefs good old fashioned driving ball doing what they do best it is the dirty off rugby but if it gets you tries you don't mind getting a bit muddy do you scored by Max Norrie as he picks up his second score of today's game he scored the first try in today's friendly fixture as Chiefs get the first points of the second period and Exeter Chiefs lead by 19. Exeter Chiefs 31, Scarlet's 12, 49 minutes gone. Now Davies takes the ball and goes on a run for himself. He gets the offload. Was it forward? No, it was not. Looks borderline. That was a forward pass, but Scott Williams is going to cross over. 
Scott Williams it is. I'm always double checking just in case they've tw- just in case they've switched the shirts. But Scott Williams, the skipper, does score the try for the Scarlets, the third try of the game. That offload looks borderline forward, but seems like it was level. But neat run made made there by Jack Davies and the Scarlets. I think it's a deserved try, isn't it, Marlo? Definitely, I think it's deserved. This second half, they've shown a lot more composure. They haven't been as rushed or as frantic as they were in the first half. And with that, they managed to save their energy and therefore not look as tired. But yeah, it was a very good decision to take, to take the line out quickly from Davies, uh, who then eventually uh, yeah, made that run down this right-hand side, which was uh, really brilliant from him. Brilliant uh, bit of skill to get the offload, the flat offload across to the uh, eventual try scorer. And uh, yeah, lovely, lovely play from, uh, from Scarlett's utilising the space and utilising the momentum that they had. The score is Exeter Chiefs 31, Scarlett's 19. And that will be a line-out from the five-metre line. What can the Chiefs do from this really strong position now? 31-19 up with 22 minutes to go in this friendly fixture of course it's still it is Six Nations season but doesn't mean there isn't action coming on here at Sandy Park 12 point lead for the home side as we get towards the hour mark and what can Max Norrie now do with the ball as he will look to feed the ball in and rifle a volley at the try line it's well claimed and the push begins. They look to drive forward. Scarlets don't quite have the pack weight to push against it. And it looks like this will be a try, but there's a last-ditch effort and the Scarlets do well. It's just a massive humanity on the try line. And there's a splinter on the wing and there is a try. The ball comes out at the wing and then they dive into the corner closest to the scoreboard. Try for Max Nori. That is a hat-trick. Four, the skipper, Max Norrie with three tries from Hooker. It's not bad going, Marlow, is it? Not bad going at all. Quite an, um, an inventive move that normally off the driving malls, when the ball is eventually released from the back of the mall, it's often shit wide down the open side, but Norrie taking the ball and matters into his own hands, going round, round the right side, across the blind side, where there was literally just um, a couple of metres of open space for him to dive into. And uh, because of that, he was able to dive over with relative ease and secure another five points for himself and for the Chiefs. Really strong finish there. And uh, what, a, what a day out for Norrie there. Three tries overall in today's game. As it looks like Norrie is now going to take a leave as well from today's game. And he gets a round of applause for his work. 20 minutes to go. Exeter Chiefs, 36. Scarlet's 19. And they're now only 10 metres away. It's a nice carry by the centre. And now back inside to the lock. And surely it's another try for the Chiefs. Yes, it is. Rusi Tuima, or whoever's wearing number four, doesn't look like Rusi Tuima from here even. Switching the numbers in the shirts is throwing me for a curveball. Again, as I said, 19 subs named in this squad. It's definitely not Rusi Tuima, I'll say that. It's Lewis Pearson. <laughs> Didn't look like him from here. I was looking at my crib sheet. But it's a really nice run there by Exeter Chiefs. It's a nice run as they go towards Central Channel. And then Lewis Pearson, wearing number four, just pushes forward with all his strength and might. Marlowe, 43-19 to the Chiefs. Is that game over? To be honest, I think so. Even with a game as unpredictable as rugby, when the scoreline is as wide as it is here, I think that Chiefs have properly sealed the deal with that last try from Pearson. 
Uh, the try itself, it was a blinding run from Pearson. A lot of uh, good ball down the hands. And then that power that he carries and those long legs of his being a lock, he was able to power through about two or three tackles and crash over the line. But it was a uh, yeah, very well worked try. Really well worked try for the Chiefs and looks like they're home and dry. Maybe not dry, it's been raining all day. Exeter Chiefs 43, Scarlets 19, 17 to go. Line out for Exeter Chiefs. Eight metres, ten metres away maybe from the try line. It's a fair contest, but the Chiefs have got dominance in the driving mall. In the driving mall, even, excuse me. It's a runaway train straight towards the try line. Surely it's another try. Yes, it is. It's a runaway train, a freight train towards the try line. Scarlets can do nothing to stop the drive. And that will be a try. That will be 48-19 after the first try was disallowed. But it seems inevitable off the line out five metres away and this is dominant forward driving and a dominant forward pack for the Chiefs definitely Chiefs uh, looking very much like the more awake team Scarlet's looking like they're really drawing on their reserve reserve tanks of energy here um, Chiefs again that driving them all off the line out it's <clears throat> excuse me it is a, a, a tactic that is just so effective in modern rugby these days and even though it's very predictable and is almost inevitable in the game um, there's a good reason for it because it is so effective and uh, we've just witnessed again it executed perfectly by Chiefs who uh, managed to reap another five points Jackie Angel notches up five more points to the tally and with the chance of the conversion Will Beckinsall could fire the Chiefs to a half century and Will clear the kick it's a really strong conversion Louis Sinclair even excuse me taking the kick not Beckinsall for his debut for the Chiefs and that is a dominant performance, perhaps sealed. Exeter Chiefs 50, Scarlets 19, 79 minutes gone. They'll get the push on line out as well claimed, but Scarlets do their best to try and push back themselves. Chiefs, though, get a push on and the momentum swings towards the Devon side. Can they go forward again? And I believe that's another Yandel finish. I believe that is another Yandel finish over the line. And that will be another try and that's just had a bit of a moment there and he's gone and called full time as the try's just been scored 55-19 it was by Jackie Angel as I suspected perhaps one of the most recognisable players in the squads for the Chiefs slightly bizarre moment there by the announcer Marlowe gave a he gave a slightly puzzled face there when you when you heard the announcing full time before but even gone to the conversion it will give Louis Sinclair the chance to make it two in two and will clear the conversion that is full time Exeter Chiefs 57 Scarlets 19 for every point Scarlet score the Chiefs score three that is a dominant performance Max Norris being awarded man of the match running away with the game there in the second half as the score for the second half is at if I get my maths right, 31-7 to the home side. Dominant second half performance, but even in first half, they were strong. Deserve win, Marlowe. Deserve win, definitely. The first half, it was very much end-to-end. Every time Chiefs scored, Scarlets would then come back and have a lot more momentum. But in the second half, it seemed to be all Chiefs and Chiefs and Chiefs. Scarlets never really, occasionally they might have done, but they never really found the form that was with them in the first half of those moments of brilliance. And uh, because of that, Exeter were able to exploit that, exploit the areas in the Chiefs' defence that were slightly weaker. Sorry, exploit the areas in the Scarlets' defence that were slightly weaker and uh, were able to run over, take all the opportunities that were given to them 
and uh, put as many points on the board as they could. So really good day at the office for the Exeter side and uh, work to be done for Scarlets who um, are on the losing end of another game. Scarlets will return to their URC campaign fighting to move higher than 13th in the league and third in the Welsh Shield only leading the Dragons in their shield. Chiefs of course will take a break for the Premiership and Premiership will only come back until after the Six Nations but it's been a fun run out for some of the younger players as well in a squad namely some EURFC Bright Sparks too. So England have won the first Anglo-Welsh clash of today's game as of recording it will be England versus Wales at Twickenham in only an hour's time. But England have taken one over here on Wales at Sandy Park. My name is Joseph Terry. Joining me has been Marlo Turner for a great job on co-commentary. And that is your final score. Exeter Chiefs 57, Scarlets 19. Give us a follow for many more commentaries of cricket, football and many other sports including American football and of course rugby league as well. Until then, see you soon.